Welcome to MPA Pod, the Mortgage Professional Australia podcast. Hi, I'm Anthony Field, editor of Mortgage Professional Australia. My guest today is Nancy Youssef, an award-winning finance broker, current business mentor, and the founder of Classic Finance and Classic Mentoring. Nancy has about 20 years experience in the broking industry and in her current role has mentored close to 200 businesses, ranging from startup phase to very well-established brokers. Hi, Nancy. Welcome to MPA Pod. Hi, Anthony. Thank you for having me and uh, for the opportunity. It's exciting to be here with you this morning. No problem. It's great to have you here. So today we're going to talk about the rising interest rate environment and how brokers can engage with their clients during what's obviously a stressful time and also how they can focus on the most important facet of a broker's business, retention. So I wanted to start by asking you about the current um, interest rate environment. It's been a year, almost a year, since the RBA started lifting interest rates. How would you sum up the current economic situation for mortgage borrowers, and how is that affecting the role of brokers? Yeah, thanks for the question. Definitely, um, we've been having a lot of conversations um, around with, particularly with brokers that I'm mentoring at the moment, And I feel the general sentiment is that the current economic situation is quite mixed. While on one hand, you've got businesses who have recovered from that dark period of of the pandemic and COVID lockdown, which is becoming more and more historic as each day passes. We've also had quite a lot of challenges with the amount of interest rates, um, interest rate rises that have occurred over the last 12 months. So on one hand, you know, in some industries, we've seen uh, improved employment um, and increased income for some borrowers. But on the flip side, you know, we are hearing and seeing some borrowers who are experiencing financial strain because of these, um, you know, so many consecutive interest rate rises and and many not prepared for them. Um, So where you ask me is the role, where's the role of brokers? I think in this environment, I mean, the role of a broker is always important, but it's even more so in times like this. Why? Because firstly, outside of the market share with brokers riding more than 70% of uh, new loans, brokers are well positioned to be helping their clients navigate like through these challenging times. Um, you know, there's different ways that brokers could be looking at adding value. And if anything, it's during these adverse times where the opportunities really lie for brokers to prove their value proposition and help their clients navigate through these challenging times. So it's nothing really new here. But I think uh, with all the noise, with all the media, um, a lot of what's happening, it's easy for clients to become very confused, you know, demotivated, overwhelmed. And it's here that brokers can actually come in and add a lot of value by being uh, front of mind and uh, help to educate, nurture, and really be on the front foot to assist clients um, overall as we navigate through this uh, interest rate journey. Yeah, I think it's 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 almost a foreign situation for some, especially new to industry brokers who may not have experienced uh, this cycle before. You know, it's been a long time since we had such a number of interest rate rises, but I guess brokers, if they're definitely adaptable and they'll they'll be getting used to the situation and, and knowing how to talk to their customers about it. So I think, yeah, I, I definitely agree they play, play a very important role. So um, my next question was about customer retention. Um, why is that so important for brokers right now? 
Um, I think, uh, again, working with many, many brokers, uh, particularly over the last decade, uh, there's many that will say one of Nancy's favourite sayings over the years is that retention is just as important as acquisition. And retention in any broking business is important all the time, but now more than ever, there are other incentives. There's new players coming in all the time. And they're not only offering those, those incentives to attract new business, but also to retain their current customers. Therefore, if lenders are out there doing that and, you know, really, you know, contacting your customers, it's it's just as important that brokers are on the front foot to be staying in touch and looking at ways that they could be servicing um, their existing clients. Um, For many of the more experienced brokers, you'll, you know, as we said, you would have recognised over the years that retaining your current clients is actually a lot more cost effective than acquiring new ones. There's a lot of gold, I I call it gold, that sits in your current client database. So the idea is how to keep cultivating uh, those client relationships to obtain, you know, referrals from existing clients, be there to serve and help with their current facilities and as well, you know, to just sort of be in touch with ways that you can add value. And I think that's certainly a less expensive way to market and obtain new business rather than just going out to find new ones. But it's also a duty of care. I mean, as brokers, you know, we we receive a trail and an ongoing payment from banks, and that is to enable us and help us to continue servicing uh, those clients. Yeah, and I guess, obviously, in this era where it's, we've got cashbacks and a lot of intense competition, it's definitely more important for brokers to focus on on retaining their current customers than than going to always going to chase new business. So I guess uh, looking at that, um, what sort of advice are you giving brokers about how to how to talk to their com- their clients? Especially, you know, there's there's people that are feeling financial strain. Some are looking to refinance, while others are coming off their, a low fixed rate loans to a much higher rate. Yeah, and certainly another conversation, and we've been having it, particularly as we know many, many, many of uh, I can't remember what the stat was, but uh, many um, fixed rates coming off between this May to December period. So it's a really crucial time to be out there having those conversations. And it's sometimes easier said than done, Anthony. I think brokers are generally quite busy writing new business, putting out fires, managing a business and the rest with the day-to-day. So it's very easy to just get into that transaction mode and forget that, you know, the client that is actually suffering or feeling that financial strain is a human being who may be experiencing heightened stress. They might be going through an emotional time in their own life with all sorts of their day-to-day challenges, whether in employment or family or health. So the first piece of advice I give to brokers and one that you know we certainly utilise is if you've got clients who are financially stressed, then you need to really approach that situation with care, with empathy and understanding. And I think listening to your clients to really understand the situation rather than just jump into solutions mode to offer a solution that may not may not necessarily be what they're looking for sometimes i mean brokers are really in a position of trust and especially if you've worked with a client multiple times and over the years have developed that trust sometimes clients just want to have someone to talk to and and soundboard Um, and so i think being a good listener is very important and once you've listened, it's really coming up with advice. It's not always just about the loan. It could be offering advice on budgeting or overall, you know, how to manage their debts or get more organised. 
it's not always about refinancing, but I think it's imperative for brokers to really listen carefully, ask the right questions, and truly recommend a solution that's going to help their clients with specific advice for their circumstances. You can only really do that, again, if you ask the right questions, listen carefully, but most importantly, apply a high level of care and empathy because, you know, people do go through financial strain and it can be a very sensitive time and take its toll uh, on clients. So staying calm is important as well. And I think I always say that relationship over transaction always wins. Yeah, I've definitely spoken to brokers who talk about that, looking at the whole picture you know, the human relationship rather than just transactional and how that helps them create a customer for life. So I de- definitely agree there. And you, you mentioned um, customers that are feeling the financial strain. What are some of the strategies that brokers can use to get their clients back on a, you know, financial track? I think, again, I mean, there are so many strategies and, and avenues for helping clients. It really just depends on their situation. Some of the more common ones that, you know, even new brokers might um, not have come across or uh, especially new on that journey are not just to look at the home loan or the investment loan, but to look at their overall debt. And that could include some of the higher interest facilities such as credit cards, car loans. I mean, there's, you know, there's the afterpays and really look at ways to help simplify uh, their overall uh, debt management. So perhaps look at ways to consolidate Um, those facilities, particularly if there's some equity in the property, to reduce the amount of outgoings um, on high interest facilities. Another area could be around just helping them sit down and re-budget and look at a savings plan, some, you know, with with less and less disposable income as it's getting chewed up in more interest, uh, really look at ways to say, well, now could be a timely, uh, you know, now could be time for you to sit down and look at where you're spending your money. I mean, could you be renegotiating some of your insurances or your utilities? Where are some ways that we can find some quick wins in helping put some money back into your pocket? And I think um, brokers, again, are well first because you're going through living expenses. You're going through what they're spending on a day-to-day basis. So, just being able to provide that time and advice. And it's, again, sometimes easier said than done because the reality is that with increased compliance, the amount of work that's required in in broker world these days, um, there's not a lot of time. But uh, if you want to be there adding value, these are the sorts of conversations, strategies and things you really need to be doing, particularly if your client's feeling financial strain. Yeah, I guess it's about definitely about, you know, brokers are in a unique situation where they get to see the full financial picture of customers life so they can provide that extra value not just as you say just not just the transactional straight lines but the whole whole picture so i guess in talking about that demonstrating their value proposition and building a customer for life that's pretty important now because it's such a competitive market from lenders offering cashback so that's something that they need to really focus on in a, in a cashback world, I guess? Yeah, but I don't think that's the only driver. I mean, we spoke earlier about the importance of um, relationships and adding value. And, uh, you know, again, brokers are well positioned because many brokers have been around for many, many years. Whereas if your customer is dealing directly with the bank, the same person they spoke to two months ago might not be the same person handling their situation today. And so if we are, if good broke, you know, if we're building a good broking business, then our focus is relationship 
And with that relationship, you'll get a stickier client and a client for life. Therefore, I guess when you're looking at demonstrating what your value proposition is, you should be focusing on providing awesome service to begin with and getting a customer with a personal approach. And I think that, you know, that comes with personalized advice. Yes, compliance and, you know, the regulatory environment that we operate in requires us to provide tailored advice and recommendations to suit the, the needs of each client. But I think it's important to be very transparent, to be honest, to be efficient and provide solutions as, as fast as you can, but also add value with things like education. So there's a lot of clients that don't know about what's going out in them, you know, going on in markets across lenders and some of those incentives. So being able to regularly go through your database and say, well, you know what, there are some deals going on at the moment. Who who of my clients can I reach out to? So not always wait for them to contact you, but be proactive in contacting them. Uh, another area that, again, I see a little bit underutilized, some brokers do it exceptionally well, and then there's others that don't do it at all. And I think is to collaborate with other professional services um, and be able to provide recommendations and access to those services and things, you know, like uh, whether it's investment property advice or estate planning or financial planning or any insurance advice. Uh, be the go-to person and be a good connector. And so where they might be struggling with parts of their financial, you know, situation that you're not licensed to deal with as a broker, have the right people around you or what I call your your project team around you that you can refer your clients to for other ancillary services that they might need and can benefit from um, because ultimately it's about providing advice and a plan and you may not be able to do that across certain areas but if you've got the right people in your network and you've built those relationships then that could actually work and add huge value to your customers. Yeah, I've, I've spoken to quite a few brokers who talk about the importance of referral partners, and that's a crucial part of a uh, broker's business these days, I think. Looking at sort of a more specific portion of customers, we hear we keep hearing the phrase mortgage prison, that this is customers that are unable to refinance to a better deal due to you know the buffers and, and other credit factors. How do brokers assist those type of customers? Well, it is a reality, and unfortunately, sometimes you know you you, you are you know your you, your hands are tied. I mean, because their income hasn't increased since they applied for the mortgage, they've now got a mortgage that is, you know, really um, you know that they they either are struggling to service it or they can't. And so the first thing I think is again jump in um, and help them with their current lender. You know, actually take the strain out of them talking to the lender, and maybe you do that on their behalf. Um, find out, you know, with their current lender, what are some avenues to help them through this um, period, whether it's through pricing or whether it's a restructure, um, whether it's just a, if, if their circumstances are looking to improve or if they're going through um, a period in business but they know that there's going to be some um, recovery, then really helping to counsel and navigate through that. Um, I think it's important to help because a lot of the times um, when I've you know, found customers just get really frustrated or confused um, when they're speaking with a lender. So just by you being able to be there, having the conversations with the lender on their behalf um, can can certainly be helpful. Um, I think brokers can also assist customers um, through this mortgage prism um, by working with the lender 
and just together project managing and finding out, well, what's, what are the solutions we can offer this customer? Um, you'll find that most lenders are willing to uh, help genuine cases where people are going through financial hardship and there are um, ways to do that without just knee-jerking and going, well, the only thing is to sell. And if, you know, over the, the months since they've or years that they've um, applied for the mortgage in the first place and they've um, unfortunately done damage to their, their credit history or, you know, impacted their credit score, then there are, again, other lending options that brokers can offer, such as uh, non-bank lenders or specialist lenders that can help them through that period until they're able to recover. But it's important to be able to offer those solutions. And the only way brokers can offer those solutions is to be well-versed in what lending products and policies are out there. So if you're a broker that only sticks to three or four main lenders, then you're not really actively um, able to offer solutions if you're not actually aware of what products are out there in the market. So as important as it is to educate clients on what's out there, for you as the broker, best practice is to actually know what uh, different products and lenders are out there that can assist and and more so now than than before um, as we see um, clients going through mortgage prison and, and financial hardship. So if their repayment history has fallen behind, um, I think what brokers can do is help negotiate with their existing lender. And if that's not going to be a solution, then look at um, other options with some lenders that are uh, able to um, help uh, bro- uh, borrowers in that situation. Great. Thanks for that, um, Nancy. I think you've given us a really good understanding of the dynamics of a broker-customer relationship and how important it is for brokers to be across their yeah, be at the top of their game when it comes to product knowledge and and how they assist the customers going forward, especially with keeping those customers' retention. So thank you very much for your time and uh, thanks for joining us on the MPA pod. No worries. Thank you so much, Anthony, and I, I really um, appreciate the opportunity. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to this episode of MPA Talk. 